I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 98 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Coors, A2, blue belt, four stripes. Gordon Ryan update. Can't wait. He's posting less on social media because they're shadow banning him and deleting at least half of his comments. You know how he'll comment back to people? Mm -hmm. They're deleting at least half of them on Instagram. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't agree Comics. with everybody. He said they deleted one just for calling that he called somebody ugly. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Because the guidelines are kind of always written that way that he can't be mean. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. But but they don't take into consideration what the people are saying to him. That's the weird part. They're not reporting. Those people don't get reported. Uh, so he should report them. No, it won't matter. No, no, they, it's probably because like so many people report the, the stuff that he does that he's a, like everything he does gets under a filter. Maybe he'll get on parlors because parlors back as of. Oh, yeah. Next week. I think his thing, though, is he actually wants people to read it. Well, sure. Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so nobody's going to see it on parlor because nobody's on parlor. There's yeah. plenty of people on parlor. I don't think so. Well, I mean, not now because social media squeezed them out, the social media giants, but there will be, they'll build up. It'll be there. Um, but there was one post on Instagram that I got from him and I absolutely love it and agree with it. And I think it applies wholly to jujitsu. And that is that he was talking about, he was in, different groups you know trying to he's trying to make money this guy's trying to make his mark on on not just jujitsu but you know be a titan of business and he's in with all these other titans of business in, in these groups and he, he you know he noticed whenever somebody was saying well here's what i did and i started making 10 million dollars a month he said mm-hmm. in that group there no there's nobody saying oh well you should have done this or you should have done that it's all encouragement yeah. It goes back. He didn't say it. The the must be nice. The what? Like the must be nice people. I don't know what that means. What? That's that's the, the other side. The unsupportive side. I don't. What? Must be. Ni- oh, must be nice. Yeah, oh, like the, I thought you meant you must be per- nice. You, oh, must be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, person. Those idiots. Who, yeah, of like course. When so, they hear when they hear somebody successful, must be nice or got lucky or whatever they say. Something. But like that's that. a famine mindset, right? I mean, what what they're showing there is that they're 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 past that famine mindset onto a growth mindset of encouraging somebody crushing their goals rather than discouraging them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that really. Um, it really relates to jujitsu. Uh, and, and I, I found it really interesting and he is so, so funny. Cause the comments, you know, are mostly positive. And then there's the, 
must be nice assholes that, that pop in there, mm-hmm. you know, with, with whatever, which wasn't the spirit of his post at all. It was just the spirit of the post was, hey, successful people uh, encourage success, right? And when you're getting better at jujitsu and maybe you find yourself better than some of the other people, then you encourage the success that other people are having, even if it's at your own peril. Right. I mean, who cares that that's, you know, nice job. Show me what you did. But I just thought that was so, um, I thought it was so interesting that he pointed it out. And I think, I think it is very relevant to jujitsu and life in general. Have you ever been a must have been nice guy? I think so. Were you? I think so, yeah. How'd you get out of it? I have no idea. You have to. You have to have an idea. Like, how did you you not... I saw the same post and then I thought about it and I was like, man, what would be different about my life if I had a lot of money? Not much. Right. At all. Todd Todd Snyder says, having nothing's almost like having it all. Yeah. I mean, I really wouldn't do anything different. No. I would owe less money. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't bother me now. I was gonna say, what what have you worried about that? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would do kind of the same thing I'm doing now. Um Yeah, I don't know. Um I probably along the t- probably around the same time that I stopped working where I didn't want to work and uh started just doing the things that I wanted to do. So you changed that negative feedback loop, which was that misery that you'd experienced on a day-to-day basis of doing a job that you had no interest in. Yeah. Once I realized that. Yeah. Cause I just kind of went along with it. Cause it's what I did until I found something else I wanted to do instead. And which then was? it was jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. It was shocker. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now I see the same thing happen to other people. Which is cool, but it happens to everybody in one way or another. For me, it was getting out of a an eight year relationship that was going nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, and it just took so weird, man. I mean, you saw it the whole way, right? I mean, you saw the beginnings of it, and I think I was talking to Molly about that recently, where I was like, "Thing," I just like randomly crossed my mind, and I'm like, "That was a really big deal at the time," and. But like it never seemed like a big deal to me because I wasn't in it, obviously. And when we talked about it, it was cut and dry of like what has to happen. But it just took a long time to happen. Yeah, without jujitsu, it would have never. I mean, I must might have still been caught in that feedback loop. You yeah. Know? But then, like once, um, I mean, once I just started doing what I uh like, and I had enough to get by. Like I'm not hungry, you know. Sure. So that, you know, and I, but I also don't need stuff. Yeah. Um, so like I buy a ghee once a year. Yeah. Pretty much covers it. We're, we got that coming up. Update on that in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Then I didn't really have much to. I feel like when I like was at work and was annoyed, I was there because um, it's not what I wanted to be doing. It's it's easier to look at other people and be like. Well, that's what I want to go do, you know, because it was m- almost anything else. Because uh, I, I wasn't even good at what I was doing. Like, I didn't like it. Uh, yeah. And before jujitsu, you were just numbing yourself, right? 
I mean, you were numbing yeah. yourself every evening drinking, right? Yeah, yeah, I drank a lot. Yeah, which cracks me up. By the way, for the audience, I I don't think I've ever seen you take a drink. No, you haven't. I talk a lot more. Yeah, I mean, of anything <laughs> other than coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coffee and water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you've seen how one goes to five real fast, so... <laughs> Cookies, baby. Yeah. Well, after, yeah. After cookies, pants, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Had like 20 cookies. Yeah. And yesterday. <laughs> so, you know, kind of figured that out about myself and just all or nothing. So we'll just keep it at nothing. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that was, but I saw the same post. I had similar thoughts that prompted me to think like if I had, if I stumbled into like a million dollars, I really don't know what else would change. No, nothing. I, right. I, I mean, in like. Well, I mean, listen, you're going to have that million dollars with your uh, $400 in crypto that you've got invested. Loaded. For sure. Loaded At up. least in the next 72 years. But That's right. <laughs> but, but no, I agree with you. And I also think that um, it's so relevant because if you, if you look at, at anybody who's kind of um, really been taken by jujitsu uh like me like you like a lot of the others you see these positive changes you see these whether it be with their family with their friends but you see these positive tra- changes and something that that i i think is not um talked about often enough uh that that yeah there are definitely positive attributes um physically from being fit you know being healthier uh but really also mentally from from just we said it earlier right i mean life's pretty easy for both you and me really i mean mm-hmm. l- let's be honest I, there's not too many struggles i have to deal with in my day to day other than jujitsu or the garage doors well I mean, you don't have to get into details, but the garage doors have been kicking your ass for like two months now, maybe longer <laughs> years, probably two years. Two years? Okay. I don't yeah. want to admit it, yeah. but I will admit it. The, that I cannot listen. If there's anybody out there in the audience that knows how to program, um, the car, Just home don't, link don't, don't waste your time reaching out because he's going to change his mind opener. and he's going to want something else to open his garage door. The DMs. You've changed your garage door situation like 14 times. Never seen anybody more <laughs> and like. And I'm pretty happy with it. That's the thing. I'm just trying to make it better, Phil, just like my jujitsu. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with my jujitsu. Not really, but I'm just trying to make it better. Yeah. That's your that's your Achilles heel is your garage doors. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. It truly is. So hit me up in the DMs if anybody's out there expert at home link. The last couple of people that I've like worked for i've all wanted to too which is interesting um that i literally would have done it for free if they just asked um Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how i've approached um like i just did one i'm or i'm helping one now uh my buddy from new jersey i play video games with he like offered to pay but i would have just done it i don't care you know and i'd look at it more as just trying to help people people, internet optimization website stuff all that stuff that's what you that's what your side gig is other than jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. So just did that 
And I would have done it for free. And it's just because I want to help him. Um, yeah. He's opening a weed store. Yeah. All right. Getting so. that CBD on. Yeah, all of it. THC. He apparently put it in everything. Like, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, brownies, that's been around for years. Yeah. He said he had a bunch of weird examples, like shampoo, everything. What? I don't know. Why are you putting weed in shampoo? He puts it, he just has a machine. Will it make me have hair? I don't know. Maybe. Ask him. All right. Get him up for that. I don't know. You just rub it right on your head there. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, he's been talking about doing that for a long time. And Good then it, I think it just became legal last year or whatever. So he up started. Up in Jersey? Mm-hmm. Good. And it doesn't have to be medicinal. It's just. I don't think so. Yeah, right on. Shout out. Doing the good plant medicine work. But it uh, makes it easier because I want to do it. Yeah, agree. Not the plant medicine, just the getting his website up. Yeah, no, yeah. helping him with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. You know, I think that's important. I think, you know, I think it's important. I think that, that keeping that mindset of of uh, servant leadership, no matter what role you're taking, whether it's within the academy or whether it's within your job or whether it's even within just your personal life with your friends. I mean, to be able to, to serve them and to be able to, uh, to be there whenever they need it. If you have something that you're an expert in, it's good to share that, you know, if, if they want, if they want it to be shared, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not if not, but, uh, so moving on. Um, uh, thanks. That was, that was really good input. I like that. I'm glad you read that same I'm yeah, glad you read the same the post. Yeah. Uh, so refresh the audience what your plan was going into the Good Fight submission only. So there's been, since we last aired episode 97, there's been two tournaments, Good Fight and uh, Naga, mm-hmm. um, both in the Charlotte slash Hickory area. Uh, so refresh the audience what, what your plan was. I was going to be lazy, as lazy as possible. That worked really good in the submission only one yes. and not so good in the points one. Which is predictable. Right. Yeah. But I feel like even in the points one, when that wasn't the strategy so much, it's how I've been doing everything the last two months or whatever, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just how every match happened was everybody came at me like a, much more intense than I was. Yeah. Which is also part of like, partly what I want because I've had an issue with being able to control that. So now I just need to be able to work some sort of intensity meter as, yeah. as necessary. No, I was, I was super impressed with it. I think, um, I think both were your best performances to date that I've seen because of the poise that you kind of illustrated on the mat with you know you it wasn't like in good fight there wasn't any you didn't get in any bad situations you know a uh overtime was all about bad situations it was a ebi rules where they would go um what was arm bar uh back arm bar triangle back arm bar triangle so you would just keep doing that and you did Mm -hmm. that with a one in the finals forever in the gi finals but um but yeah, very poised in your escapes, uh, methodical in moving forward and and getting a better position. Kind of, um, you saw most everything except for some things. You know what I mean? Like, like you, 
you saw you saw what people were trying to do. You you, you kind of uh, headed it off before it was too far along the line. You did all your defenses with whether it be um, triangle defense or armbar defense or back defense were were right on point. So I was super impressed. You, you took in good fight the submission only. You took. Um, first in in gi, and since you're a no gi specialist, mm-hmm. of course you took first in no mm-hmm. gi. So definitely the no gi specialist. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel though I felt really comfortable in all the positions because we've played around with that stuff a lot in all the different open mats and positional like really forcing those um, in for a long time like. Probably, I probably have a lot more experience like starting there than most people at my level just because of how often we played with those games. Um, well, it's, it just illustrates the importance of that positional sparring. Yeah. I mean, I mean especially for that rules. Obviously, I mean, Phil, at open mat and stuff, whenever we do the back stuff and that mm-hmm. we do it because eventually one day I'm going to be an EBI. So that's right. So I'm going to have to play that rule set. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> Personally, I think that's the most fun way to do it. It is. Totally agree. I think it's the most accurate way to see who's better at jujitsu. And I I do understand that like not everything can be submission only all the time because of time and trying to get everybody in and whatnot. But I definitely thought the submission only was more fun to do and better suited for like my style of being lazy and not rushing it 100 is i mean it, i and again i think it's the best way now so, you know people will make the argument on those with the ebi rules is that hey man if you can't finish it in break and by the way it was not no time limit submission only it was a, eight minutes it yeah. was an eight minute match which was good i think i feel like that's sufficient but you know people's argument is well if if they can't get to your back how is that an accurate representation mm-hmm. of being better at jujitsu. And I, and I think that it's a good argument, right? I think it's a good argument, but I think it also says, all right, well, I'm better at finishing than you are at defending, you know? So yeah. Okay. Maybe it would take 20, 30 minutes, but eventually we get there. Yeah. I mean, and I guess in, I, I understand that point, um, which is why like, I think Tom DeBlas or Gordon and all them always talk about no time limit. It's yeah, the ideal, 100%. That's what they ideal want. Ideal format. Um, so, I mean, I guess I wouldn't have an issue with that. Um, that's ballsy. No time limit? Oh, that's ballsy. Oh, I mean, I'm going to have to pee eventually. So, like, somehow. <laughs> you like that? I'm going to quit. So, like, <laughs> so, so, tap out to uh, have your urinate. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But. I just, I think that's more fun. I mean, I, I felt better on the day of a good fight. Like, I feel like I performed a lot better. I feel like I was more like mentally sharp. Um, and then last weekend I thought I did pretty shitty. I started every match bad. Um, I was better at what I wanted. Like, uh, like what I've been trying to work on is staying calm, not burning grips out. The same things I've always been working on in competition to not have that. Well, you finally did it until the last two competitions. Yeah. You finally accomplished that goal. Right. Like now it's move on from that. Right. Now it's figure out what to do. And, and I, I disagree. I think you, I think you 
did very well at Naga. The, the result wasn't where it was. Uh, in Gi, you won no Gi, right? Yeah, but every match started out pretty terrible. Who cares? Me. I mean, the guys got better takedowns than you. Most people are going to have better takedowns than you. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So what else? I need to fix that. And then you guillotined them 30 seconds later. But I need to fix um, at least how I get it to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All definitely. of that's terrible. Definitely. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's just gr- that's just what you learned that you have to grow from. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I don't think that you would be ready for that before this. I think that, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like your strategy of re- relaxation, not burning your grips out, which yeah. you accomplished... You know, it was why would a necessary I want, why would I want step. To, but why would I want to walk away and be, not have that thing? Like, oh, no, no. How, you know you, what I mean? Like, that's I, what you do it for. Yeah. So I'm happy that I did sh- shitty in certain points because yeah. now I have like that thing to work on. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. how I got triangled, like that, that's my, <laughs> that's my like mismatch issue that I know when I look at the person, I'm like, uh, I know what's going to happen. Uh See, I feel like that's a mindset thing too. Probably. Yeah. That, the, that, the triangle is the one that I have struggled a lot with. Um, so, so let me, for, for the audience, let me uh, just say this guy was like 6'3 and Phil's weight, you know, and his legs were up to his tits, you know? Yeah. I mean, super long. You knew what was coming on. I did. And yeah. he had a cramp in his right calf before he started the match, which I told Phil about. And uh, and I was like, he's going to triangle you, right? I mean, that's what he's going to do. So what does Phil do? He allows him to get grips, pull guard, and triangle him immediately. Like, you had it for just a second where you were in between that triangle, and I felt like you just didn't fight it like you should have. I agree. Yeah. I feel like I started every match really shitty. Yeah. And yeah, three times. You're like the Donald Cerrone of competition jujitsu. Like he always has a bad first round. Three times I got out of it and then moved forward once it's going. Yeah. And that one I didn't. No, no, no. Because if you didn't move forward, he'd have strangled you faster. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but I did, that dude did have ridiculously long leg. I mean, yeah, you knew but, what was coming. Well, and what's funny is I watched it once. And I noticed like he pulled guard weird. Like he like underhand yeah, double sleeve grip. Yeah. He like underhand, underhand double sleeve the grip. bottom of my sleeves and pulled guard, weird. which I thought was weird. And then I was talking to John about it. I was like, yeah, I never got my hands back. It seemed. And then I went back and watched it again. And I was like, I fucking did. Like yeah, I did. I broke the grips and I got yeah, you did. And I, I like had a passing position for a second. Yep. And then he got his like feet on me, kind of like some spider guard grips. But like I had, I had an opportunity to pass. You did have an and opportunity And I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to capitalize on it. So yeah. I, I did what I was supposed to do for a second because I heard you say, no, like, don't, don't do that. Stop. You're like walking right into the close guard, basically, yeah. where we don't want to be. Uh, I heard that. I started to address it. But yeah, I just didn't do a great job, yeah. uh, which is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't <laughs> like it was it was like. All right, you knew you knew what was yeah. going on. Yeah, like you knew where you couldn't be, and and you got there. And I know, like I know with Landon, I like mm-hmm. I'm in the guard and I'm hyper aware of where my arms are. I know, like, and when I start pushing an arm one way, I'm thinking about it. 
Um, but I'm not there yet in the competition. Mm, I don't, I don't have sense. the same, I get it. like awareness. Cause I, everything uh, specifically with Landon, cause he's got that build of like, he weighs the same as me, but he's a foot taller. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. which I just, I don't get cause I'm thin. You are. Like, I don't understand it. I know. But he's thinner. So <laughs> he's true. He and his legs are so long. So I'm yep. I'm really thinking about everything that's going on with where my elbows are and where like my like turtling my neck and mm-hmm. everything to try not to mm-hmm. get triangled. And um, but it it doesn't work the same way. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. a thousand times more composed than I have been previously, just due to the exposure of doing it more. Um but yeah, that's, that's my, definitely my weakest spot. And that was why we worked on triangle defenses before pans was, mm-hmm. that's my nightmare matchup as a tall guy with long legs. Yeah. Cause I want people to pull guard. Cause I, I believe in my Rather passing pass. yeah. at my level. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but if I get that mismatch and the guy's long, I ha- I, I have to do a better job. But it is yeah, what it is. Agreed. I, I thought I thought overall it was a fantastic performance. I was really, really impressed with your poise. I think that's that that you nailed it. You nailed it. And I think from here that trajectory just goes way up as far as competition because now you are going to be able to add those things to your game and think about them and think about the triangle defenses. Whereas, you know, it's hard to think about it in that moment whenever you're doing it. You know, it's hard well, to- and I'm a guard player now. <laughs> Everything's different. Okay, Phil. All right. Well, yeah, everything changes every two months. Open guard, you are a, a no-gi specialist. So <laughs> what also came out of Naga for improvement? We're leg lockers now. Don't, don't say we. I always have been. Nah, you haven't. But well, you are now. Because nobody will ever play it. Play it. It's <laughs> the only reason. Yeah. Well, I read the morning of that the guy could heel hook me, and I was like, well, that sucks. Uh <laughs> I read the rules the day of the tournament and I was like, yeah, uh, I wasn't ready for that one. Um, and I told you, I was like, yeah, and if he grabs my foot, I'm screwed and I'm going to lose. Uh, cause I don't, it's just something that I have repeatedly put off because it's not something that was in the rules that I needed to worry about. And I have a limited amount of things I can learn and I would rather get try to get as good as possible as the things that I have to deal with before worrying about the stuff that I have to worry about. you didn't have to deal with before IBJJF allowed heel hooks and before every other no-gi tournament is allowing heel hooks now. So, you know, just got to address that um, because, I don't know, kind of shitty feeling knowing that I've actively ignored something once again. Uh, well, I mean, if you were going to ignore something, that was probably a good thing to ignore. Yeah. Till it's not. Right. So luckily it didn't come into play much. The one guy, the one guy grabbed, I don't know what ended up happening in the match. Um, the dude in the pink shirt, but he did something with feet in the match before me. So when he grabbed mine, I knew to aggressively go forward and not let him hold it. So, yeah. but that's basically I think it. You even grabbed his, didn't you? No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Nah, he, he tried to, well, as he was trying to pass the guard for a second, he quit, sat, um, scoot it forward and grab my foot and then I just stood up and passed. Yeah, that's right. But. And it took his back. That was good. But if he, I, it's just, I had to come aggressively because I know 
if he gets my foot in any capacity, I've lost mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. know how to, I don't know how to defend it. So, well, that was then. This is now. Yeah. Now I'm a specialist. Yep. <laughs> not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Not like Dean Lister. If you would go back and listen to that episode, that was a good one. But yeah, it, so, so we worked on that today at open mat. Loved it. I thought, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff. It's, it makes me interested in going back and looking at a few things on the, on the whole um, Danaher one and Gordon Ryan one that we have. You know, you know, I met Gordon Ryan one. I don't think he has one. No, just the entries on the open guard, right? He does have the entries to it. He might have it in that, yeah. that second one. Seated open guard? Supine. Supine open guard. It's not in the seated one. It's not? Okay. He shows different like ways when he like off balances and lifts them that he kind of like spins underneath mm-hmm. and lands in the cross p- yeah, position. Cross um, I skipped those. Yes. Yeah. Weren't relevant. Really okay. just the stuff he does in the first one is all you need. It's made such a huge difference Yeah, of just harassing people's feet. Yeah. And, and like arm drags and stuff has been really fun. I've been having a really good time with that. Yeah, you're doing a good job adopting it too. Really good job. So, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good to to really have that focal point on and shine a light on something that you've been ignoring for a while. And I think it's going to be fun. I think, and you're already getting better at it fast. I mean, knowing, you know, kind of what to avoid. And it's actually good because it's making me better. It's making me concentrate on the things that I have to do to control rather than if, somebody doesn't do leg locks it's not fun to do leg locks with Mm -hmm. them because they have no clue right like you know i mean it's just not fun yeah um i can see that yeah it's like camoras somebody doesn't know how to defend the camora yeah camoras are stupid everywhere i'm back on camoras are stupid you're crazy you're insane means means to an end (laughs) (laughs) no they are good i like them (laughs) um so yeah, I, I I was I was very uh, very proud of the way you competed. I thought you did a fantastic job, and I think it's just it just shows the evolution of what your game is and what 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 can be done if you really practice at it and really um, concentrate on on getting better. So so kudos. and the best thing I noticed is like pans mm-hmm. really made these competitions seem not that important. Correct, and I didn't plan on doing them so i didn't like have time to overthink anything sure yeah that's a good move. also a good thing about not reading the rules till the day of that's a good move glad i did though because in the past i didn't read the rules and somebody like started to do like a bicep slicer and i was like is this legal and i found out it was when i definitely thought it wasn't mid-match it is it was and whatever one that one was usually oh, wow. they're not yeah usually um, they're not. i got out of that but like i was almost sitting there like is that legal like yeah um again hmm. should read the rules at least the day of yeah i guess i guess but that's what the rules meeting's about never been to one really no oh okay all right well when did also, you go to one huh when did you go to one you, all us grappling used to have um rules meeting uh, bagels would always say all the like all the rules that were you know different or or yeah, okay. some, something like that uh, speaking of which 
um, glad you brought that up because uh, farewell to U.S. Grappling. They um, yeah, it seems weird that they closed. I didn't I see know. a reason. I don't know. Kind of sucks. I don't know, man. I think they were just past it. I don't know. Maybe haven't I, done it in a while and just yeah, yeah. I mean, because because uh, yeah, I think there was three main partners in that. Yeah, you know, I I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. That that's got to be a grind though to be on that on the road all the time like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just they were like, oh, okay. We I think him. that same group is the one that bought in that one of the that Ethan Leglock guy because I saw Elijah was doing his seminar. Ethan Rollenstein. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He must have been over in like the Raleigh area recently. He was. He was in Charlotte too. Oh, was he? I yeah. saw he, he did. Uh, he had a picture with Elijah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Uh, that was at Kerry, um, uh, BJJ. So roll forever, uh, BJJ Betty on mm-hmm. Instagram. She kind of organized the whole thing. So he went to Charlotte, John Piper's place at um, Charlotte Jiu Jitsu, and um, then at um carrie and then one other place maybe it was gracie raleigh i'm not sure hmm. i'm not sure where uh, but yeah she brought him in for that because he was i wonder how he did in last week's match oh he won was it last week yeah it was last week i have no idea yeah he won he won that so that's why he was here and then we've got a hey, coming up for all you people out there listening may 8th I believe it is. Um, who's number day? one? Oh. Flow Grappling, come to Charlotte, baby. Do you know that? Fight to win. Oh, sorry. Not I have one. seen I sorry. have seen the fight post of that, Fight that, to Win. You're absolutely right. My apologies. Uh, it is Fight to Win. Because it's Mother's Day weekend. Big deal. Is it? Shout out mom. I love my mother. She's probably I'm just not, not going in. I'm going to see her the week before. Are you? Because it's my niece's graduation. Nice. Um, so next weekend I'm going to see her. But um, but yeah, so definitely getting tickets to that. You want to? You want to go? No. Why not? You don't want to go to fight to win. Are you competing? No. Well then, no. Fine, I'll compete. Then I'll go if you compete. <laughs> they wouldn't let me on the card. Uh, uh, you're 50 and you're terrible at jujitsu. <laughs> no, we don't. That's... We don't really have a spot for that, um, <laughs> sir. <laughs> right. No one's interested in that shit show. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. And. Uh, uh, People were asking, were like, hey, why has it been so, so long since you guys have done a podcast? Well, I had the Rona. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's because you don't eat carbs. That's why, get, that why I got it? That's why you get sick all the time. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I was, I was quarantined for 14 How's days. How's your cardio post-Rona? Um... Man, I didn't really notice much of a difference, honestly. No? No. No, but I never had any of the, like, respiratory stuff with it. Like, I was, I bought a pulse oximeter, you know, to measure your oxygen in your blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I wanted to, like, monitor that shit yeah. whenever I was doing it. And it never dropped below 97, 98. So, I, I don't think I had any respiratory stuff at all. Other than a cough, you know, and a little bit of phlegm and stuff from, like, 
drainage because it was more nasally. Mm-hmm. I was sick about really a total of about three days, and I was sleeping like 12 to 14 hours a day on those days, and it was just head cold symptoms. And honestly, part of it may have just been allergies. Um, yeah, that was kicking my ass because that was whenever pollen was really heavy. Um, but so, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, had the COVID the second time I've had it and, uh, uh, was fine, you know, had symptoms for, like I said, like three days. And then, um, after that was like a 14 day quarantine and I was back on the mat the 14th day, you know? Mm Um, and, uh, I have no idea how I got it. I really don't. I mean, I, I try to trace back, you know, um, try to trace back to like five days before I became symptomatic. Cause I guess that's when they say you were doing it. And, and that coincided with going with Charlie to the Lucas Leche, um, uh, um, seminar, mm-hmm. right. Which was phenomenal, but he didn't have it. Nobody else there that I knew of had it. So that was Friday. I mean, I, I don't know unless I was out, which I would do go out in public. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hermit or anything like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, who knows, who knows, who knows where I got it. But luckily, uh, and like that Wednesday, whenever I started kind of feeling bad and I thought it was just allergies or whatever, we had open mat at noon and I worked with like five or six people, four or five people. Luckily, none of them got it, mm-hmm. which I was thankful for. Uh, and, um, and then, you know, it's pretty much over it. So, so yeah, didn't work out bad. Yeah. Could have been worse. What'd you do on your quarantine? A lot of gaming. It's not much else. It's a lot of gaming. Yeah. Did a little bit of work. Yeah. Because yeah, I was only really sick three days, and that was mostly the weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't even like, you know. So I was working and whatever. Hmm. Um, gaming. I was gaming more. Yeah. It's fun. Not a good time. Working on your flexibility? No. No, I wasn't. Not at all. Would have been the perfect time. Well, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Just repeatedly talk about doing that. Yeah. Well, well, I am now. Right? Now that you have. What do we do? We put together my Rogue Fitness Reverse Hyper Z with the donkey attachment. And Phil and I spent. We'll get into that. Uh. So how long did we spend? Three hours? Something like that. It was a very complicated machine. But it went together pretty darn well. I was pretty impressed with their engineering. Yeah. I I had left before it was 100% done, and I was fully prepared for the we did this wrong text. So, like, I thought you were going to have to, like, take half of it back apart. There was only one thing that we did wrong, and that was what I did wrong. And that was uh, the plate, you know, for the the foot – thing for the uh the rollers you know how we had the rollers on they mm-hmm. were on backwards so all i had to do was take the two nuts and bolts off and turn around boom bam i built everything backwards but i didn't do the directions so that's probably why yeah yeah you do love to put something probably I do everything backwards i was watching the matches with patrick and i was like i'm the only person who put it on their left foot like i'm not even left-handed you know I don't understand it. I do everything backwards. I don't you know. really do. Yeah. It's, Especially putting shit together. Pain in the ass. 
So, so yeah, so that that reverse hyper, what it is, is that it's, a, um, it's an active decompression for both your hips and your back. It's kind of a, if you, you can go to Rogue Fitness and see the reverse hyper Z, what it is. And, and, and it just, it basically, you've got a strap where you can do um, bent over rows with your legs hanging or you've got um, the donkey assembly is the assembly that you actually have rollers that are up by where you would lay on it and you you put your waist at the edge of the cushion and then actively decompress your back whenever you bend down um, and then come back up uh, with that. Was that clear enough? I zoned out for a second, I'm going to be honest. but Probably terrible, but that's okay. It, they're used to it by now. Um, I'm going to try it out after the podcast. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, speaking about the end of the podcast. This is the last episode. We talked about episode 100 for six months or a year, <laughs> and the joke is we're never going to do it. <laughs> Not true, folks. Not true. We're keeping we're, Brian we're had going. a really good point. We've been talking about episode 100 for like a year and a half. And we're going to continue to do that. Yeah. Well, and then once we do episode 100, we'll start talking about episode 200. That's a good point. It's the only thing to look forward to. <laughs> like the start build doing up, three a day. The build, build up <laughs> is not going to be worth it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's coming up. Uh, we got something a little special in store for you there. Teaser. It's going to involve a fight night. It's going to be good. It's going to be enjoyable. When are you going to do it? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Probably three or four weeks from now. We'll okay. See. Well, if it's going to be on a fight night, you're going to have to be careful because they only have one every three days. <laughs> no. That's so true. So true. Um, if you guys want to contribute to that 100th episode, you know, we're still taking in suggestions. So go on the uh, Facebook page, uh, give us suggestions. Let us know what you're thinking, what you think would be a good idea. We've got a couple of little things that I think you guys will really enjoy. Uh, so, Phil, tell the, the audience, if they choose to do so, how they can support us. Share the podcast with your friends. Share it. Um, topic suggestions would always be helpful. Very. And small people buy a rash garden. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, folks, if you're not out there doing something each and every day to make yourself better, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.